Did you go see Madonna last night? Well, don't worry if you didn't. We have some reviews for you and um, all the fun right here. We'll give you all the details. The Adventures of Bradley and Don. thank you for listening and welcome back to the show. Now, Bradley, um, your I did partner not. is obsessed with Madonna. Yeah. Let's put it mildly. Not a delusional, what did we call them in the Dirt Alert update? Uh, a delusional superfan. Yeah, no, he's not a delusional superfan. Okay. He's a most rational superfan, but superfan nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he went out and he texted you in the middle of the night. Well, so he went to Madonna and truly he's the review that I look forward to most um, when it comes to Madonna. Because even though he is a superfan... He is like the most, it, it is such a talent that he has to be like fair-minded when it comes to the things that he fans over. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yes. a lot of people, when they fan something, you're like, oh, oh, honey, like I see you got a kind of a blind spot there. Like for instance, that she shows up late. He he thinks that's rude. Yeah, he like he 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 doesn't put up with any of her stuff, but yet he's obsessed with her and yeah. follows her all over. So he went to see her in Chicago, and he was going to go twice. Luckily for his bank account, she performed. There's a there's like a moment in the concert where Madonna will pick one of two songs apparently on this tour. Okay. And the highlight of this tour, by the way, for those of you who didn't know, obviously, is it's a lot of greatest hits. So it's a unique Madonna moment because she's never done a concert like this. Right. And when he went to see her in Chicago, he was hoping it was one song. I don't remember what the two songs are. I think one was Frozen, actually. I know that. And then there was another song, and he was hoping it was the other song. Well, the first night of the, her concert, she was there two nights. Mm-hmm. He, she, she did the song he wanted. Okay. And so he didn't need to go back. But if she had done the other song, if she had done Frozen, he was going to have to go back the next You're night. You're kidding me. Because he's never seen her perform oh. that other song. And so he, that's the level of commitment that we wow. have here. So then she comes to town here. He was originally supposed to see her because you remember this tour got postponed. He was going to go see her opening night in Vancouver. Didn't, but that's fine. So now he got to see her in Chicago. He comes to see her in Minneapolis. And I was going to go. Spoiler alert. I didn't because I was never going to go with him (laughs) because he's committed to a price level. Which you are not committed to. I am to. not committed to. <laughs> I get it, yes. And so, which we've done before, like, we'll go, you know, we'll go with different people or whatever, you know. Right. And I thought I would go, and in fact, I was looking at ticket prices all the way up to yesterday. But Dawn, I don't know if you know this. Uh, I don't know anything. Well, you do, because I told you. Oh, I had I a dentist remember. appointment this morning. Oh, that. Which, uh, it's not in the next break, but I'll tell you about that experience in an upcoming live Ooh. Broad or a live ad. Oh, great. Jeez. No, but so I had a very early dentist appointment. Mm-hmm. And I, girl. But you scheduled that and you knew when the concert was. Did you I, do it on purpose? I, no, I didn't. Okay. I know. Look, I'm too old for that. I, I am really bummed that I didn't go. That said, yeah. I woke up in the middle of the night to pee and I got a text. Can I read you the text that I got? Yes. At, uh, I think it was at 2.11 a.m. 2.11? 2.11 a.m., John. Yes, she did take a bow. Mm. Like, first time ever, OMF, G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G, skull and crossbones emoji, Madonna historian dead moment. Oh, 
my So God. she has never done that song live. What? So the fact that he got to see it, I think, was making him lose his he stuff. He thought it was so special. So mm. I was like, oh, I, I'm like, I don't actually know what any of that means. So I'm going to go back to bed now. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> but we got the full ass review. He was going to join us, Dawn. Unfortunately, the uh, his employer would not allow him. Oh, he's to got a take very the strict, day off yeah. and come talk to us. He had a meeting, actually, so he couldn't join us. But do you want to hear what he said? I do. Okay. Um, now, again, let's see. Sound was great. I'm just going to rattle off some of these things. Yeah. This is Jamie's review of Madonna. Sound was great. She was in a great mood. She sang Prince's Kiss and talked about him a bit. Oh. It was super cool. The crowd loved it. Oh. Take a Bow was huge. Like I said before, the crowd was great. I enjoyed it better than Chicago. She was silly and gracious and humble. Definitely a different Madonna than previous tours. She looked great. Her kids did a great job. I don't know the drag queen that did Vogue. So, okay, the Vogue judging. Mm. That's been a thing on this tour. I hope I'm not spoiling it for anyone. No, no, no. We've talked about that because Kelly Ripa went up on stage. Yeah. And there was the whole controversy in New York that she didn't bring up her former backup singers, dancers. Yeah. Yeah. Nikki and, uh, uh, Nikki and, oh God, forgive me. It's fine. Uh, Nikki and, do you remember? Nope. Okay. Dana or? We'll look it up. Okay. But I think it was Manila Luzon who did it last night. I didn't know she was from the Twin Cities. Manila, RuPaul's Drag Race, Manila. She was the one who did the judging. That was the drag queen he was referencing. Maybe she just flew here to do it. Yeah, she's in L.A. now, but she must have been in town or I don't know. Nikki and Donna? Nikki and Donna. Donna. We should remember Donna. Yeah. Oh. Okay, anyway, so I think that's a pretty, like, from Jamie, that's a pretty, like, to me, that's an emphatic review. The fact that, because he would tell you if she was not on her game, if she was looking kind of run down or a little rusty or a little lazy, he would have said something. Yeah. And maybe he will further when I actually get to, uh, you know, touch base face to face. But that seems like a pretty... Like and everything we've heard from both Julia, uh-huh. who saw the show, and you're going to hear her full review later. Yeah, Brittany was from there Brittany, too. Yep. Uh, Jason, mm-hmm. like everybody had a blast last night. Yes, it sounds like. And so I am, you know, that FOMO part I mean, of me. I have that too. And this sort of like minor historical moment. I'm I'm bummed that I missed out on mostly because I've seen two Madonna shows. Never would I have seen this many of her greatest hits. So that would have been nice, but. That said, I am glad that uh, I get to hear about it from people who went. Yeah. It's um, knowing that she goes on so late. I, ha- I hate to say Oh, God, this, we but... didn't talk about that. That yeah. woman went on a 10-10. And I know the people that were there probably didn't care. Girl, I would have been. I would have been. Does she have an opening act? I don't think so. So no. you can just show up like 30 minutes before you think the time that she might I wouldn't start. have gone until. I would I, go. I would show up at 930. Well, if yeah. if you could find a parking space, yeah, at that time, yeah, she'd not go on till ten ten, and that uh, Julia said that she was done at about ten twenty something, or excuse me, oh, uh, that's a short show. Twelve, <laughs> it was ten minutes long. <laughs> Best 12, concert like 12, ever. 20, yeah. No, it was twelve twenty something, and uh, I, I got my Jamie text at two eleven. God only knows what, what was going on doing? in between. I'm sure he went and had some drinks or something. You know, people oh. go out afterward. 
Oh my God. What I don't remember what that's like. I don't either. I don't it gives really me highs. Remember. I had to get up for the dentist this morning and I'm <laughs> I feel hungover. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> like because I just set an alarm. You said you were in bed trying to like I gotta go to sleep because I have to get up and go to the dentist and be there at seven. And it was ten PM and Madonna hadn't <laughs> yes, even gone. She hadn't on even yet. taken stage and I'm literally trying to will myself Please to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Oh it's my gosh. PM. And I know that sounds horrible, but I I just that's I'm embracing it. I'm I am too, it. and I'm glad that I have a partner who is also embracing it because it's the worst. Whenever they're like, "Let's go," you know, and you're like, okay. "It's one thing I'm grateful for with us as a couple, Jamie and I, is that we don't pressure each other." Like, you know how like I have had relationships in the past where one partner wants to do something and they are trying to guilt you into going. Yeah, and like we just for whatever reason don't have that in us yeah which is and i think it's probably because we met each other a little late like so we already had our you know pretty big social networks yeah established so we don't need to rely on each other well it's not rely but you know what i mean there's not that mm-hmm. pressure we're putting uh-huh. on each other so i'm just grateful for that because otherwise i would have gone last night and been you know whining about it today yeah um, well, if you went to go see Madonna, please uh, fill us in on what your yeah, thoughts are. If you had are. any hot takes, let yeah. us know. Yeah. Email us. Go to our uh, show page on mytalk1071.com or you can reach us on Twitter. I will say both John Bream and uh, Ross, although I didn't read Ross's uh, Pioneer Press in oh, full. Sure. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But we didn't get to that. John Bream really had a great review so if we could put that on our show links page that would be i would i would link to jamie's text but you guys probably don't care so (laughs) i put both of those on our show links page so you can read those awesome when we come back here on the adventures of bradley and dawn from madonna to pets on planes what are you talking is it a good idea people are being there are dogs that might be on a no-fly list i don't know what that means we tell us when we come back right here on my talk 1071 Hey everybody, it's Don McLean here for David and his team at First Equity Mortgage. If you are looking for a loan or maybe you want to refinance, don't choose anybody else. David is awesome and so is his entire team at First Equity. Uh, if you don't know anything about buying a home, I would suggest going to him because he has a great plan for you to sit down and get your ducks in a row. He tells you everything you need to know, even has some instructional videos. I actually went in and talked to him about buying a home when I first moved here. Uh, also, uh, if you want to refinance, like I said, my partner did that two years ago and he was amazed at David. He beat his bank's rate and he was in communication with him the whole time. Uh, let's see, customers, Elizabeth and Tim, their experience with Torben, one of his loan officers, was exceptional. He had a vast array of knowledge and was accessible and easy to grasp. And uh, they say a lot of great things about that team. Do what dozens of my, my talkers have done. 763-251-8000 or my talk keyword David. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So I guess the Do you ever bring your pet on an airplane? Have you been turned away by an airline? Well, that's what's been happening to some folks uh, across the country at different airlines. Uh, welcome back to the show. It's the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn here. Uh, I read this post, and this was an article actually in the New York Post, and it was about a woman saying that her dog was not allowed on a flight, and she had no idea why. So this hasn't this isn't the only person that has complained about this. And it was, you know, it was a number of airlines. This one specifically was United. And she told the wall street journal this week that United barred her dog from getting on the flight. Um, And not only that, they took pictures of her little dog, Macy. Hmm. And like, she was a criminal. And then they said, they just like, she rolled up and they're like, Nope. Yeah, you can't. There wasn't no any explanation, explanation because she had uh, all the appropriate, like, I'm pretty sure she had a carrier. She had, you know, uh, I don't think she was doing anything wrong. Okay. This was at New- Newark Airport as well. Um, so she, the last time she flew with Macy, that was in November on a business trip and she didn't have any issues. And now she's convinced that Macy's on a no-fly list and that there is one that exists for pets. Because not only did they say, Macy can't come on this flight, they took pictures of Macy, and then they said, Macy's permanently banned from flying with United. Okay. Um. Okay. I would be like, Was they sending her a letter or something? No, they just told her there. Weird. Um. She said she doesn't want to try it again because she thinks it's in some permanent file, and she fears that traveling with Macy again will be a gamble. She also did not want to, um, you know, put up any fight or cause problems and get kicked out of the airport. So she just made arrangements for her sister to come pick up the dog or something. Um, and then there was another customer who had a similar thing happen um, with the same airline. And in looking through this article, they did research to see if United permits animals that are emotional support animals or just animals. And they do permit up to two small cats or dogs when there's space available. And Delta actually makes similar accommodations while also allowing birds. Hmm. So yeah, I will say there's animals everywhere in the airport now. I mean, I travel a few times a year and enough to know that like the number of animals has far increased on the plane. Maybe that's just getting out of hand and they're trying to, but there hasn't been any like public statement about it. I think that's what people are kind of upset about. I don't, I've never experienced, again, I'm not like a business traveler, so I'm not traveling like super frequently, but I think enough to like, I've seen enough animals on board that I've never seen an animal. Now watch, people are going to send emails. One time I was on a plane, which I'm sure happens that there are unruly animals, but I've never seen anything unruly. Usually people are very discreet when they have animals on, mostly Mm because I think animals, it's stressful for them and they're trying to keep, you know, them from being stressed out. Mm -hmm. So, but I don't know. I also think like animals make people better. So the more animals on a flight, the better. 
Yeah, <laughs> because I think it's so. like calms everybody down. And like every time I see an animal at the airport, I'm like, oh, I know it makes so me kind of happy. But I haven't had any bad experiences Mm-mm. on planes with no. animals. Um, there was another United employee who barred a 10 pound Pomeranian from boarding, despite the owner paying the $125 pet travel fee last November when they bought the tickets. Okay. So they did all the rules and all the things and paid for the dog to be, you know, up front with it and not underneath the airplane, which is, you know, that's a pretty hefty fee. So it seems weird. It's like, and then that person had to, they were going to a funeral. And so they had to call some other relatives that couldn't go and say, can you come to the airport? And we're trying not to miss the flight. You know, it was very inconvenient, and they thought they did everything right. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of a mystery. You said um, there was a no-fly list. Like, what, what gives it? Well, there isn't, but people are starting to think that there is because it's like, these, especially with United, they were telling these customers in Newark, I'm not saying here or, you know, but at the Newark airport specifically, like, your dog can't, it's permanently banned and then taking pictures. So it's going to be somewhere in a, if they're permanently banned, they have to have a record of that. So there has to be some type of a list, That's like weird. the naughty dog list. That's weird. Like you go to mug shots of dogs. <laughs> I want to see. It's kind of fun. I want to see mug shots. Of dogs. I do. It's sad though. Um, this dog is a criminal. And then I happened upon this other, well, there's another article about how this one dog, had an accident on the plane and the woman did not help clean it up at all. And she just stood there and called the crew and they had to get in a full hazmat suit. It was a chihuahua, but it what, started. What was, like, was it a big blowout? Yeah, why do you need a hazmat suit? It if was... I needed a hazmat suit every time my dog took a bleep. Well, I think that they had to look through their manual or something. It took them 10 minutes to get there, but like, manual I... it's dog poop. Pick it up. Well, they, it pooped on the person next to them. Like it must've been like turning in a circle and, Having a problem. Well, yeah, but it's dog poop. Come on now. I yeah, it could have been it's not in radioactive. a different form of you know viscosity. Just some type. It could diarrhea. Could have been. I've played the thing, but my computer shut down. Mike, <laughs> was it? Yeah, it could have been diarrhea. You never know. Was it? Was it? Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. diarrhea. Oh, we. <laughs> <laughs> She's never had diarrhea. <laughs> Your dog's never had diarrhea. Lies. It's so nice. She's of a you lady. To say. She doesn't have diarrhea. <laughs> she's a lady. She has cute little poops. Oh, little tootsie rolls. Yeah. Well, when she's getting her fiber, she does. But oh. man. Uh oh, it's been a difficult walk. I hate when it's like a three stop walk. Oh. It's like squirt. Walk, walk, walk. Squirt. Yeah. She and it's cold and I have to like open the bag up again. Oh, you're And then I'm afraid poops. I'm going to get poop on my hand and, you know, it's a thing. But you would never give her up for the world. Oh my God, no. I would, yeah. I would roll around in her doo-doo if I had to. Good God. Okay. Well, you know, it's like when you're a kid. <laughs> yeah. You just it is do like anything. Your kid, yeah. Did you get her any treats for Valentine's Day? Like a little pop No, cup? but thank you for reminding me. You need to go get a little biscuit. Oh, uh, yeah. Taste the biscuit. Taste the biscuit. Don, thank you for that very yes. crappy story. <laughs> when we come back, do you have any dreams to interpret? I do. Fabulous. We'll get right to him when we come back on My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. 
I was just there this morning, actually, getting my regular checkup, getting my teeth cleaned by Amber. She did a great job. And it was fun because we were talking. I feel like when I go um, to the dentist, we end up either talking about vacations or just like stuff in our lives. And today we were talking about dogs and Amber's got a couple of dogs and our our dogs are similar. So she was telling me all about her cute little dogs while I was getting my teeth cleaned. And I was trying to talk back. But you know how it is when you're at the dentist and they can't really hear you, but you're still trying to be polite. So you're like, anyway, uh, bottom line with my experience at Dakota Dental is each and every time I'm having fun sitting in that dentist chair, catching up, um, whether it's Amber or whether it's one of the dentists, I got to see uh, Dr. Bennett. He stopped in to make sure everything was good. Looked like my x-rays were fine. So I just scheduled my next appointment for six months out. And uh, that's when I'll be back at Dakota Dental. Call him today for your appointment. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Welcome back to the show. Happy Valentine's Day from the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Um, well, it's about that time. It is Wednesday at 1.30, and we're going to get into some dream interpretations. Why don't you tell me about your dream? I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was making it work again. I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then, I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? Dreamweaver Dawn. Dreamweaver Dawn. Dawn! You yeah. want to do some dreams? Yes, I do. Dawn likes to interpret dreams. If you have dreams, listeners, stay tuned because she'll tell you how you can submit your dream mm-hmm. for interpretations. All right. First up, we have from Panda. She says, uh, Dear Dawn, I actually have two common themes that show up often, although never at the same time. Mm-hmm. All right. Here is her first theme. I am at my old job, which was Starbucks, and I'm in charge of supervising everyone in that closing shift. This is notable because even in my dream, it's acknowledged that I do not still work there, even though I'm there to work at the time. I'm not panicked or worried in my dream. It just feels odd. (laughs) This is a cool dream. I like the imagery of this. So everyone's like, what are you doing here? I'm here to close the shift. You don't work here anymore. I know. Okay, well, let's just get this thing done. So all the other people that you're managing, Panda, all those employees are parts of yourself that you're trying to gather up and get something done. And the dream is really about how productive you are. It's your productivity. So around the time that you worked at that job or before, you had an old way of being productive that sometimes you go back to from time to time. And that is how you, that's when you dream about this. It's like a methodical way of achieving your goals. And you kind of have to, you have to gather all parts of yourself to focus on doing the thing that you need to do. Uh, Because, you know, if you're at any type of job that, you know, depends on, it's this type of job that is difficult, very difficult working at Starbucks because you have to have, 
people that do certain things to shut down the store. Like there are so many people involved. So that represents all these different parts of yourself that you realize you have to gather together. Like the one that's a dreamer that wants to just sit there and like, I don't know, listen to music. You have to get that person in line and go, no, you need to wash the dishes. You know, it's all these things that if you want a project to get done, then you have to go back to the panda that knows how to gather all the parts of yourself that could be distracted. So that's whenever you're getting stuff done is when you're your your Starbucks self, I'm assuming. So that's what you're dreaming about. Okay. It's never about the dream. It's about the dreamer or whatever. I don't know. Uh, Okay. So Panda also said in this email that she has two common themes. So that was one. The other is, quote, Dawn, I am searching for a bathroom, although not frantically or urgently. Maybe I'm just trying to figure out where it is. I search throughout whatever big building I'm in, sometimes a gym, sometimes an apartment or hotel, sometimes a big office building. I finally find a huge bathroom. Well, that's good news. Yes. Well, yeah, especially if you need to go to the bathroom. Right. So these are two great dreams because they're very common. So work is productivity. Bathrooms are a state of mind where you can put your thoughts in order and you can eliminate thoughts that you don't need. So, you know, during the day we have (laughs) exactly we have all of these things going on and things can get muddied because our emotions get involved or um, you just don't don't have time to think about anything. Everything And so what you're trying to do in your dream when you're trying to find that bathroom is you're just trying to find a space in your mind and time to go sort through things like, okay, what just happened or today? um, I felt this certain way. Is it important to feel that way or can I let that go? You know, what are the most important things and what did I actually experience in my daily life? And then not holding on to the things that could just be chatter in your brain that's negative self-talk. Mm. Um, that is, that's what the eliminating thoughts are. That's what the bathroom is about. And so if you, if you dream of like going to the bathroom in public, you probably kind of just said a bunch of stuff that you, in front of people that you didn't want to. Yeah. You know, that happens to people too. So Or very, like me, the one time I was in the airport and... I was going to the bathroom, but I had a like towel around me, so you couldn't see me going to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. But I was still having to go, and I was like, "All these people looking at me." Yeah, I can't really, you know. And that was in your dream. Let's be clear. No, that wasn't in real life. <laughs> correct. I'm like that one time. Like that one. Remember time? that one time I took a huge dump at the bathroom or at the airport. <laughs> I do have dreams about being at an airport and like. What's airports mean again? Or what do airports yeah. mean again? Yeah, that's coming up. Uh, here in just oh, a minute. Oh, so, look at you teasing us for uh, another. I know. I'll tell you in a second here because Lynn has uh, three dreams actually. Oh, Lynn, calm down. <laughs> Lynn's trying to get all <laughs> her dreams in. But they are good and she kept them short and sweet. So all we're right, going to go fine. through those. Lynn, <laughs> you owe me one. Here we go. Dear Dawn, I had a three dream night. First, someone was trying to kill me. I woke up. Saw my hall was off, was on? Probably hall Hall light. Was on and knew someone was in my home. I grabbed my gun. They brought a knife to the gunfight, but my (laughs) gun wouldn't work and neither did clocking them with it. She tried to bam, hit him with it. Yeah. Pistol whip him. But it didn't work. Uh, So that intruder is you. And anytime you have somebody that's threatening you or they're this 
ominous presence or a killer, that actually is change. Because hmm. because it's death is change. You. Okay. So this is change that you feel like is being forced upon you for some reason. And a gun is a tool for change. Not in normal everyday life. Just in dreams. Let me be clear. Um and then that other part of you that is trying to, there's a part with you that knows that you need to change, but you're resisting it. And you're like, I'm going to bring this gun and I'm going to, you know, get rid of this thing that's, I have to change. But then you realize that the killer is still coming, the change is coming, and even using there's other means, there's nothing do. you can do. The change is coming. Yeah. So you can either resist it or you can go with it and try to, be born yeah. again your or hair's become just gonna a new. get gray i'm sorry yeah it happens yeah it's it's like everybody is your uncomfortable toenails with are change. just not the same after a few years and they one of them gets kind of crusty and hangs <laughs> oh, off God. to the side <laughs> did you experience no, that no i don't know what okay. you're talking okay. about all right it's not a personal story second dream lynn and the dream lady second i couldn't catch a plane that i was supposed to catch the helpful person led me and my cousin astray Okay. What? All right. So she was Lynn at an airport and she was trying to catch a plane. And then she found somebody that was supposed to be helpful, but they and they did were like, not took her to help. the wrong place. And she's like, Great, now I'm probably not gonna make that miss flight. Your flight. Okay. Which is a common dream. Yes. Right? Yes. So um this has to do with you're actually dreaming about an, a large organization because that's what an airport an airplane is an organization. Um, it's like a collective consciousness. So it's a place where literally people, other people are like a club or the government. Like, Lynn, have you done your taxes? That's what I want to know, because you could be dreaming about that. So you're trying, you feel like you're late to the game with something about a big organization that you're supposed to be involved with and you just can't quite make it there. And then there's this other person in you who you trusted to get it done and they're not helping. So they're all about you, and it could be like a club you're going to join. So you or let church, yourself down, or, honey. Yeah, there's something going on where you tried to get yourself to be involved in a large organization. It could be your actual work if it's a large, like if you work for Amazon or something. Um, but that's what, it's a group of consciousness when you're in an airplane and you're traveling together. It's like a collective consciousness. I don't know. I'm sure I have had dreams of being on a plane. I can't. Well, that's I now I, th- I think I have, but it's rare that I would be on a plane. This is one of the only times where you're actually dreaming about other souls mm-hmm. and other human beings connecting to you because usually it's just all about the dreamer. Yeah. So that's the one time. All right. Uh, thirdly, Lynn says, I was trying to save an eagle's eggs. She was carrying them to her nest from another place that she, uh, and she broke some, and I blow a bubble from my bubble wand with one. <laughs> so weird. Oh, this what? is fun, I guess. Okay. Lynn so. maybe had some nachos before bed. <laughs> right. Did you have a drink or something? No. Um, so sometimes I can, I can tell if somebody's been drinking before they have dreams. You can smell it on them. No, I can tell by their dream. <laughs> if they come to your dream interpretation drunk. They're doing some type of some substances or some drinking. I can kind of tell by what happens in their dreams. Uh, but this is not really the case. I think that what's happening here is that you realize that you would like to have a lot of personal freedom 
and you're trying to figure out new ideas and new ways to do that. So whenever you dream about birds, that is whenever you're in flight, okay, when you fly in your dream, not on an airplane, but just like you can fly, that means that you had a day where you really felt limitless. You felt like, I can achieve anything. Sometimes we feel that way. We're like, I'm going to start a business and I'm going to go to the craft store and make this, whatever it is, right? So that's what you were hoping for. And then you realize that there's a process with that. Like you have to collect the eggs to grow the eagles. And so then you're kind of one with the bird, that part of yourself that knows you can do it. But then in the process there, there's something that's going wrong with the start of that process of becoming limitless and having personal freedom. Lynn, I hope you got something out of that, Those honey. Those are three dreams, Because ain't nobody gotten three dreams in a row before. <laughs> so send Donna thank you. Aww. And uh, anyone who got dream interpretation, uh, if something that Dawn said spoke to you, let her know. Send her an email. Now, listeners, if you would like to have your dream interpreted, mm-hmm. what do they do? Uh, just go to our website, mytalk1071.com. You can click on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. It's under show pages, I believe, and then our email is on there. If you put dream in the title, that'd be really helpful to me. And then keep it like a, a paragraph. You don't need to tell me every detail of what's in the room and what your breath smells like and, you know. All right, Dawn, <laughs> thank you very much for another successful dream interpretation. Dear listeners, when we come back, Did you notice that those Valentine's chocolates you bought for your significant other, or maybe you just bought them for yourself, and we're going to give them to your significant other, but when they're not looking, you're going to eat them anyway. We're more expensive than usual. There's a reason for it. I'll tell you what that reason is. But more importantly, at the end of the day, and here's what I want you to spend all your time in the break thinking about. What is your favorite chocolate in the box? Let us know. 651-641-1071. Happy Valentine's Day. Are you a chocolate lover? I don't know a lot of people who hate chocolate. Uh, we have some questions to ask, ask you. You okay over there? You've been drinking again? I have this tea and it's what organic. Kind of just like, it? Well, it doesn't have like caffeine in it, so I should be fine. But anyway. Cocaine? Yes, it does have cocaine in it. Um, do you have a favorite chocolate? In the chocolate box? That's the question. 651-641-1071. What is your favorite chocolate in the box? The reason we're asking, Dawn, is because it's Valentine's. <laughs> I haven't said that yet today. It's Valentine's. Um, I just, I get hate mail when I say Valentine's, so oh, I try to avoid it, but Isn't that it just something? makes me happy to say Valentine's. Just like it makes me happy to say Italian. Who did we just, uh, oh yeah, I just heard that word again. Yeah, we heard day. on a video somebody say Italian. Italian, and I'm here for it. Me too. I know the Italians among us hate it, so I apologize. But nonetheless, it's not about Italian seasoning. It is about chocolate season. Yeah. And specifically, if there's a box of chocolates in front of your pie hole, which one is getting down there faster than <laughs> you can say Dawn at a Alamo draft house with a cheeseburger? Oh, for me? I got to find the caramels in there. That's for you, caramel. Yes. Uh, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, sea salt, nut. What What kind of caramel? Sea salt caramel is a dream. Milk chocolate, dark chocolate. Milk. Milk chocolate Mal- caramel. Milk chocolate, Yeah, sea you're salt, in Minnesota caramel. now. It's milk. Milk. Milk chocolate. Mm-hmm. Okay, so milk chocolate caramel would be your... F- Those are pretty easy to spot. They're usually square mm-hmm. and heavy. Yes. 
Mike, you have a uh, favorite chocolate? Yes, give me the salted dark chocolate, please. Ooh, he's so particular. Mm-hmm. Is it caramel salted? inside? No, oh. just pure dark chocolate. Oh, just a just. Oh, so it's just, just a chocolate. Log of chocolate. Mm-hmm. Don't chocolate say log of chocolate, chocolate please. <laughs> you know me, all chocolate. Does that's it have a little fudgy center? That's no, I think it's just kind of like that chocolatey. Well, yeah, I guess it would be kind of a fudgy chocolate, yeah. different consistency than mm-hmm. what's on the outside. Right, right. But I would take it if it was just a pure block of dark chocolate. That'd be fine. All right. Um, and you? Thanks for asking. Toffee. <gasps> I want toffee. You know, like yes. I, it, my mom gets, she always has a box of chocolates at the ready. Whenever people visit, like here's a box of chocolate and it's always Russell Stover. God bless Russell Stover because I grew up with them. They have changed. They are not the same Russell Stover they used to be. I specifically have an issue with the Easter bird's nest chocolate that they destroyed. Because if you buy like a bird's nest, you know how they have those Easter bird's nest? Mm -hmm. It used to be like a haystack, like a car, uh, coconut chocolate, like nest. And it had like three little jelly beans in it. Oh, sure. Now, it's just like this piece of chocolate with some coconut flakes kind of willy-nilly that they just oh. pressed into the shape of a nest. Oh. So it's just like, on. it's no fun anymore. Oh, man. Anyway, I'm complaining. Toffee is my favorite. Love that, too. Uh, chocolate. Let's go to the phones because we've got, oh, my God, plenty it of It fills people. up the phone lines like chocolate. Dog. Jeez. Yes. All right. What's in your box, Jenny? What are you going for? Oh, it's the... An old standard, an oldie, oldie but a goodie, the chocolate-covered cherry, preferably dark chocolate. Ooh, so Christmas time is your jam. Totally, but I'm particular about it. I don't want the ones that have the cream with it. You want, like, the, the, like, the clear liquid? Yes. Oh, okay. Dawn is making a face. What is that face, Dawn? Like, you have I a question for her? I guess I don't understand her? the distinction. But... There are two kinds. There's okay. one, I think this is what you're talking about, Jenny, right? Like, there's one that's more of a white center with the cherry, and then there's ones that are like a liquid, like oh. clear liquid. Correct. And you like Correct. the liquid one? Yes, I do. Yeah. You can have I all those in my candy box. I don't want anything getting in the way between me and that chocolate cherry. Gosh, I love it. Oh, I used to love those, Jenny. Thank you so much Happy for calling. Happy Valentine's Day. My mom used to get me a. My mom used to get me a box of those. Really? Every uh, Christmas because I loved them. And now I've eaten too many, oh, and it just yeah. ruined it for gotcha. me. Yeah. Jack is on the line. Let's go to Jack. Hey, Jack, what are you picking out of your box? Well, I'm with you, Brad. I love the haystack, whether it's dark chocolate or milk chocolate. If it looks like it has coconut in it, I'm grabbing. Oh. It. I agree. I'm a definite yeah. coconut. Fan. Thank you, Jack. Happy Valentine's Day. Um, do you like coconut in your chocolate? Some people hate coconut. All right. Chocolate. Um, I don't love it. Okay. I, I can say that. Uh, it depends on the quality of it, though. I know that sounds snooty. Well, tell me what you like. Okay. So I do like um, fresh coconut. Girl, you know? what do you mean fresh coconut? Like, like the imitation coconut that's in like a mounds. I hate it. Okay. I don't like mounds or Mountain Joy. I just, Mountain Joy. Or Mountain Joy. <laughs> Mountain Dew. What is it? Are you stoned? No, oh, I'm not stoned. Mounds got nuts. Almond Joy don't. Yeah. Okay, so what did I say? Almond Joy's got nuts. Mounds don't. <laughs> We're both drunk. I don't know. Hi. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Mountain Joy. <laughs> Almond Joy and Mounds. 
like I'm living in a retirement You said it with such conviction, though. I know. I don't know. Um, Okay, so you don't like that kind of coconut. You like, when you say fresh coconut, though, explain that to me. Mm -hmm. Mike, you were shaking your head. He loves, he loves coconut candy. No, no, no. I hate coconut candy. You coconut candy. Yeah, I don't like coconut candy. I'm with you. I've realized that the fake coconut is what I hate. Yes. I've had real coconut recently, and it was actually really good. real coconut? Like, well, it was during a holiday drink contest, and somebody made a, literally a drink in a coconut. Oh. And I was like, yeah. I really like that. And then also on my honeymoon, I had real coconut. And I'm like, that's not what I thought coconut tasted yeah. like. Definitely. Because that fake coconut has a different taste. Desiccated, dried-ass yeah. coconut. If it's like a coconut cream pie, and it has some really nice, good, like, real coconut flakes on it. I just love coconut. I am like a, <laughs> Do you? I'm a whore for coconut. Okay. Give it to me. All of it. Okay. I, I mean, I get what you're saying, though. There's a quality difference, mm-hmm. right? Like, there are some coconuts that are better than others. And the mounds and the almond joy, it's more of like, a, it's, 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 it's like weak coconut. Yeah, it feels real too gritty much sugar. And yeah, gritty. I put, I, um, I make like a chocolate chip coconut bar. And I just use like flaked coconut, which to me is so much better than the uh, shredded coconut. Okay, that might be the difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's go back to the phones. I'm sorry. Uh, all these people have been patiently waiting oh, to tell sure. us what their favorite chocolate was in the box. Al, what's in your box? Uh, I like caramel or or caramel, and <laughs> uh, and I, I figured why the 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 chocolate's going up because the cocoa prices are going up. Because all the cocoa pickers are in Texas right now. There's nobody in South America anymore. They're all in Texas. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, I hope you get some chocolates today, Al. Are you going to buy yourself some? I think I will. Good. I think you should. Well, happy Valentine's Day. So uh, we'll put a link up. I want, Dawn, you to put the link to the Cocoa Price story that I had. Because mm-hmm. it seems a little different than what Al was saying. But I'm not quite sure what he was I saying. Know. I don't know. But, but I do know that there's some, like off of Ghana and the Ivory Coast, there's mm-hmm. some issues with the crop, the cocoa crop, oh. which have led to these ridiculous prices. Mike, what were you going to say? I was saying we have one more quick one. If yeah, oh, yeah, of course. It, let's, do let's do Alan. It's your buddy, Alan. Alan! Happy Valentine's Day. What what candy are you picking out of the box? Well, usually, like, milk chocolates or ones that are, that are filled with caramel. There's usually two or three assorted ones in a box. And my favorite happens to be the one that usually only has two. And it's the one that I think the first caller said. It's, a, it's like a fruit-filled chocolate like cherry or key lime oh okay like the yeah. creamy ones yes all right okay. creamy or liquidy too like yeah oh like yeah fruit, fruit kind oh yeah like the cherry cordial alan thank you so thank much you, for calling alan. listeners all thank you for calling dawn uh let's go get some chocolates oh we, we have to work here? though we have one more we can work hour. and eat chocolate it's fine honey. okay we'll be right back